0: I'm the M to the ELB, you know me. I'm the M-I-S-S-Y to the E to the E to the A to the L to the R to the Jissy. J to the U to the L-I-S-E. S to the H to the A-double-Jissy. Why? Rude Boys getting busy. Why? Rude Boys getting busy. Why? 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 YMCA. It's fun to stay at the YMCA. Hello, and welcome to episode 25 of the Stu and Al pod, with me, Al, and him, Stu. Right, Stu, how you doing? I don't know, you so I did a couple of, uh, a medley of three songs at this start there, and I'd like to give our listeners the chance to win a prize. So if Ooh. you guess what those three songs are, we'll pick a name out of the hat on episode 26, and you can win a full snog. From either me or Stu, so get those three songs in quickly, because uh, I'm sure there'll be a lot of people going for that, don't you think, Stu? Oh, uh, they'll be queuing up to rental, won't they? <laughs> I
1: only heard two songs though. Um.
0: No, there was three. Oh, they were just all beautifully, um, beautifully put together. Hmm. So, Stu, before we carry on, what are you drinking today?
1: I got Budweiser, Robert. These uh, special edition England ones. That you see the badge.
0: Oh, yeah. Interesting. Is that for the Euros coming up, I assume? Uh, yeah, probably. I've got a big bottle of Peroni.
1: Nice. Um, Al, yeah. we need to say a thank
0: you, first of all, this week. I, I thank you. The of my What's happened to Dido? Okay, carry on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what has happened to Dido? So uh, we, need you. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. we need to say thank you. You done? Yeah, we're to say thank you to Frank Mendoza. Um, What's
0: he bloody Uh
1: Frank kindly sent over treats this week in the post: a box of pizzelles, two different flavors of Big Newtons, and some ahoy cookies
0: i hope you're saving some of them for me Stu.
1: now i'll i'm not gonna lie to you the puzzles are gone okay well save all.
0: me the fig newtons
1: there's a strawberry pack which have been unopened and then there's the normal pack which have been opened for fuck's sake but I'll, I'll save you like all the strawberry ones and the rest of the fig newtons but i'm having the cookies all right okay that's fine i'm happy with that Thanks, and Frank. Um, yeah thank you Frank. i've really enjoyed the puzzles of ice cream like you mentioned um to do Went down a treat. Sorry you missed that, Al. Mm-hmm. But we'll have some when we go out there, it? Yeah, innit? <laughs> in to <it, though>, know yeah? <laughs> but, Al, speaking of uh, Peter Pan... Peter Pan? Yeah, he's reportedly getting uh, really fed up with his fairy friend at the minute. Oh, yeah? Uh, so she's been, like, winding him up recently in his, uh, his newly formed band, Hook, yeah. Line and Tinker. Oh. Bell. Uh, <laughs> it's all a bit cagey, but Pete's thinking of, um, you know... Booting her out the band altogether, but nobody expects the uh, banished tinks position just yet. <laughs>
0: oh, that's good. I'd, I was thinking, is it going that way? But I just couldn't, I couldn't get it there. Get get there? It. It and also,
1: Al, there. we need to do a congratulations this week as well. Yeah, why? Congratulations to Mary and Joseph Vela, who have given birth to a baby boy named Jesus in Tijuana. Yeah, are listeners, you see okay listen to the story now unfortunately due to a major gas leak at the hospital they had to give birth in a nearby barn uh, yeah. joseph collapsed and hit his head uh, but he's now in a stable condition yeah, yeah mother and baby are fine jesus weighed in at nine pound four ounces after they found a way in a manger <sighs> to do that with uh so we pass on our well wishes to jesus mary joseph and the wee Donkey. key oh, gee, their pet dog yeah it sounds like one of your news stories, it was. But I wanted to do a little bit of Line of Duty. I finished it no, yesterday. I've Have you seen it, now? it? No, I've
0: not. I've not even mm. watched the first series, but now I've heard how awful the ending was of series six. I don't mm-hmm. know if it's worth bothering going back.
1: Well, we can't say too much because I think one of our listeners, Moaning Myrtle, hasn't seen it yet. And if we ruin this, they'll be
0: moaning for the end of days. So, so sure. we're at a quarter of a century of podcast, so i thought i'd write you a little poem if you don't mind excellent Say poem it's more of a limerick mm-hmm. so i hope, uh, hope you don't mind um here it is there once was a young man named stew a podcast he wanted to do so he spoke to al who was his great pal and now they do a fortnightly podcast that includes many features um, and some that work, some that don't. They like to get rid of some features. I couldn't really get that last line in, So, Do you notice? I couldn't get that rhyming last line. Bit Should
1: better. we do top three?
0: Yeah, let's go to top three. <laughs> <laughs> top
1: three! So, our oh, top three, as uh, most of us are aware now, we pick a subject each week. Mm-hmm. And we tell we tell you, or I tell you, you tell me, we tell the world our top three things about that so for example if i have to say top three websites yeah i'd probably think of um gun triggers yeah buy triggers for your guns yep um a second website i've been looking at a lot this week would be um yo-yos Auras. yeah website about yo-yos and then the other one would be
0: digitalstarterback.co.uk Website design from one ninety nine. Excellent. Thanks, Stu. So it was my choice uh, for this episode, and I chose top three guilty pleasure films. How'd you get on, Stu? I had a lot, a lot of fun, Al. A lot, a lot of fun. Did you pick any movies with Cilla Black in? She's not
1: in any films.
0: She might be. So, no. Stu, it's my choice, so I'd like you to go first and tell me your third favourite guilty pleasure film, please.
1: The Proposal.
0: The Proposal, I've not seen it.
1: So it's about a pushy boss, Sandra Bullock. Oh, Sandra.
0: Uh, she has to.
1: She has to pretend that um, to her bosses that she's getting married to Deadpool so she can keep working in America and not be deported back home to Canada. Yeah. So you never seen it, no? Eh? No. Oh, you should. So it came out in 2009. This was the film that got me to like rom-coms. Ooh. Or start watching rom-coms at least, anyway. Uh, It's a very, very funny film, and it makes me want to visit Boston.
0: Okay.
1: Even though it's set in Alaska, fact number one, but it is actually shot in Boston. Okay. Which is why I said I want to visit there.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, Fact number two, Al, Julia Roberts turned the role down that Sandra Bullock played. Second film she's done this in. The other one was uh, The Blind Side, and Sandra Bullock won the Oscar for that.
0: Oh, yeah. I've seen that.
1: So Julia Roberts said, Nay twice. Sandra Bullock went out it. She got an Oscar for one of them. It's good, isn't it?
0: Yeah. And
1: another fact about the film: Betty White. Remember her from Golden Girls? On the Golden Girls. Golden Girls alert! Golden Girls alert! <laughs> we're gonna do that every time we mention Golden Girls. Now
0: we have mentioned it way too many times on this podcast,
1: but yeah, I know. So from now on, we're gonna have an alert. That's why yep. we do the ring, ring the Podcast Bell? Yep. Yeah. Well, anyway, Betty White almost turned the roll down as it meant 10 weeks away from my golden retriever.
0: <laughs> the golden uh, retriever girls.
1: Oh, well done.
0: <laughs>
1: Thank you for being a... <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you for being a... Good boy. <laughs> poor. <laughs> poor. <laughs> roll over. Good golden girl. Is that everything?
1: Yeah, you should really watch it. It's
0: it's good. All right. I don't think I I'd like it, but yeah, Fair here enough. we are. <clears throat> so my number three, Stu, is the film Sliding Doors. If only I could turn back which I think was the song that was used in it. So have you seen Sliding Doors, I've, Stu?
1: No, I have no desire to. Stu, it
0: it's a rom-com, like yourself. It's uh, from 1988, starring Gwyneth Paltrow and John Hannah. Stu, you'd like it because John Hammer quite often mentions a Monty Python gag in the uh, Spanish oh. Inquisition. He, he mentions the oh. Spanish Inquisition joke quite a lot of times in it, so oh, shit, it man, might be watching worth now. watching. So, Sliding Doors. I've got scores for mine on uh, Metascore, which is fifty-nine out of hundred, so not a great score. And it's a film about uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's character and what would happen if she got her tube train or if she didn't get it. So we have two contrasting storylines one where she gets home and she finds her husband's cheating on her and one where she doesn't get home so she doesn't find out he's cheating on her and then her life goes in different ways hence sliding doors so yeah it's quite you know it's it's one of those films where a lot of people think it's shit but I always enjoy it I don't quite know why Um, but I've got nothing
1: to do It's nothing to do with uh, playing Pepper Potts or anything in the Avengers. This is completely separate.
0: Yeah, well, one of the storylines is where she goes off and works for Tony Stark. So, you know. (laughs) Like a fact from it, too. John Hammer stopped worrying about missing trains after this film because he realised that he couldn't change whatever, blah, blah. Uh, When we first see Jerry in the shower, his blue pants are visible. So Jerry's her husband that uh, she finds that is cheating on him in one arc of the storyline. Who um, John Hannah? No, um, Jerry. It's another character. Uh, her husband. Isn't it? J- John John Hannah is her love interest. When she doesn't get, when she gets on the train, she finds her husband cheating. So he becomes her love interest. And he. Oh he, right. He, where, he, Stu, you've got to watch it, right? I'm not going to give away the ending because um, I don't want I don't want to spoil it for you. But. She, he manages to woo her by doing the Spanish Inquisition sketch for her and it's like if anyone's okay. impressed by that it, they don't deserve they don't deserve anything so I've got just, a
1: chance with Gwyneth Paltrow then yeah
0: if you do the uh, if you do the Spanish Inquisition it is fucking shocking when he does it because there's loads of people around this restaurant scene they're all laughing at him doing it and you're like no one would laugh at it. it's so uncomfortable the scene but uh, definitely worth a watch. Sliding indoors. So, Give us your number two, Stu. The Family Stone. <laughs> I don't know. I am trying to think of what that is. Explain it to me.
1: So it's the one where... Um, I can't remember his bloody name. It's him in Young Guns, the one that gets shot that chews all the gum all the time. Yeah. So he takes um, Sex in the City home for Christmas to meet his family, but they don't like it because she's all stuck up and shit. Yeah, And then she just like, brings the sister to come and stay as well, because she needs support and all that. But she's a real bitch, and the, the family don't like her. It's dead awkward, and that's why I like it. This is this another rom-com? Yeah, I guess it is. I've got a bit of a theme going. you never seen it, have I? No. They take Sarah Jessica Parker to meet his family. They always get together for Christmas, the family stone. Yeah. Oh, that's why it's called that. There you go. <laughs> Clever. No, seriously. Um and then this year he's come home and he's he's bought his like uptight girlfriend from none of them like her and it just gets awkward and shit. Okay. There's a really good scene at the dinner table where she says something wrong to a to the deaf son.
0: Yeah.
1: She keeps digging a hole and a hole and then uh, her dad goes, Enough. That's that's my favourite bit. All right. Then you should watch it. I don't All do it right. justice. Thing because I'm not a good actor like Craig T. Nelson is, but there we go. Facts. Yep. Rachel McAdams worked with both Wilson brothers the year this was made. So she did this with Luke Wilson. Yeah. And then she did Wedding Crashes with Aaron Owen Wilson the same year. Wilson! Wilson! Whoa.
0: Wilson was also no. the name of the volleyball in Castaway. It was. Was it Owen Wilson always says? Wow.
1: Wow. Wow. Wow, I made two films. No, I didn't. I made one. Wow. <laughs> I also made that film with the dog. Marley. Wow. wow. Uh, Luke Wilson chipped a tooth. during shoots in this film. How about that? Wow. Wow, brother. you okay? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I chipped a tooth. Wow. Are you going to be all right? Yeah. I think they both sound the same. Uh, <laughs> fact number three. Directed, director Thomas Bazuccia had the actors uh, rehearse through several weeks so they would bond off camera to convincingly portray a family. They also all went to have to uh, learn sign language too,
0: to communicate with the deaf character, Thaddeus.
1: Okay. What a name. Wow, Thaddeus.
0: Wow. <laughs> Stu, oddly, I watched a video on YouTube the other day, which was five minutes of Owen Wilson saying wow in different films. Ah. Uh, i've
1: seen that yeah <laughs> it's great he's also doing sophology adverts now
0: as well oh he is isn't he i don't know if he says wow in those i don't know wow a sulfur <laughs> is that it mm. so my number two do. Yeah. i'm gonna head to the jungle for the film anaconda <laughs> you oh i'm gonna anaconda. say
1: george of the jungle
0: then oh no have you ever seen anaconda is that the one with Jennifer Lopez? Yes. Yeah, it's fucking, fucking shit. Fucking terrible. Yeah, I'll tell you what, <laughs> Nice. If you think ice Anaconda's cube, terrible, it? you want to watch Anaconda 2. That is even worse. How the fuck did they get a second one made? God knows. So Anaconda, made in 1997. All of mine are from <laughs> the 90s, Stu,
1: this week. Oh,
0: possible future 90s corner suggestions. Then yeah, all. true. It stars Jennifer Lopez, Ice Cube and John Voight. Who puts on a very questionable accent in it? The stuff. Uh, It's the lowest scoring of my three films. It's thirty-seven out of hundred on Metascore. That is shit in it. <laughs> That's <laughs> not good, is it? <laughs> and it is a film about some documentary filmmakers that go into the Amazon, I think, to track down an. Or they go for some reason. I think it's for a flower they go to find, and but John Voight offers to take them along, but John Voight has a set uh, has a. Uh, Ulterior motive, and he wants to trap a and, and capture an anaconda, which he does. But then it all goes wrong. lots <laughs> no, no, no. of people end up getting killed, and it's just—it's a great film to watch. It's very—it's not a very long film. It's great to watch. Some facts for you, Sue: the CGI for the anacondas cost is non-existent. Hundred thousand dollars per second. Now, if you what? watch it, the CGI in it is shit. I suppose at 1997, it might have been good. I don't know, but 100,000 per session. 100,000 dollars a second. Um, it is also listed among the top 100 enjoyable bad movies, which I think is quite so, good. So good
1: is bad. Yeah. yeah. No, so bad it's good.
0: And I've got a, I've got two um, lines from the film, Stu. This river can kill you a thousand ways, which is good. I like that. And also, but, uh, <sighs> And, Stu, I think um, this might be the worst line in the film. You ready?
1: hmm
0: Is it just me, or does the jungle make you really, really horny? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking terrible.
1: Oh, oh so great.
0: The river can, what, kill
1: you a thousand ways? Yeah. Right. The so, competition time part two.
0: <laughs> can you list a thousand ways that the river can kill Yeah, if you list a
1: thousand ways that... The, the river can kill you. Me and Al will take you to the Amazon jungle, all expenses.
0: See, what we could do is we could do a special podcast episode where we just go through a thousand ways to die in a river. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's going to get silly, isn't it? Like meteorite hits you. <laughs> Spontaneous combustion. All that kind of stuff. <laughs> Hit by a flying turtle. Yeah. More on that later, actually. Oh. Okay, so that's my number two. Tell us your favourite guilty pleasure movie.
1: I think you might know this one. I oh,
0: I've
1: think I've mentioned this to you before. But yep. I've got uh, The Notebook.
0: Oh, another uh, rom-com.
1: This one's not a rom-com. It's just a rom. Okay.
0: Oh, yeah. It's just a rom, isn't
1: it? Yeah. So it's a poor man that falls in love with a rich woman, but they are soon separated because of their social differences. Yeah.
0: Oh. Wow.
1: Ow. I love this film. It's in my top five of all time films. Yeah. I've seen it probably two or three times, and I have actually cried
0: at the end each time. Okay. It's the only film that's ever made me cry as well. I cried at the CGI in Anaconda.
1: (laughs) I'm going to say too much about this film, because I'm already getting upset by it now, thinking about
0: it. All right.
1: (laughs) Yeah. If you've not watched it, you should... Actually, do watch it on the few cries off.
0: All right. I didn't think a
1: film could ever do this to me, but it opened up uh, some sort of crying portal. First time I watched it, I cried for an hour.
0: Oh
1: yeah, yeah. I just couldn't stop. I didn't know what the hell was going on. Couldn't stop. Couldn't. Couldn't do oh. it. Couldn't. Could
0: not. Couldn't. <laughs> couldn't. It's a oh, some accent. Facts about the film, then.
1: The uh, fact number one is it makes you say "couldn't" said it "couldn't." Mm-hmm. No, um, facts Ryan Gosling Lived in Charleston South Carolina For two months To prepare for the role He oh. rode the Ashley River Nearly every morning And built furniture In the day Oh Uh oh. This film Was the third Adaptation of a Nicholas Sparks novel Yeah And Jessica Biel Auditioned for the role Of Ali But she didn't get it Because it was Rachel McAdams Who makes A second appearance In my top three. Oh
0: excellent Thanks, Stu. And I'll move on to my number one. Now, you said Rom.com. What a tear! I don't Com and Rom.com. <laughs> I've gone with The Net. Have you, ever, have you ever watched The Net? Sandra Bullock? Yes, it's Sandra Bullock making I her second, second appearance.
1: appearance today. Yeah.
0: So if you've not seen The Net, it is a 1995 film starring Sandra Bullock Fifty one out of a hundred on Metascore Stu. So it's a bit arse. harsh. Yeah, it is a bit harsh. So it's about a woman, Sandra Bullock, who is a computer hacker. Not really sure, but she yeah. gets sent something by someone. Cyber, by cyber Bob by Cyberbob, I think it is. Oh no, a Cyber nude. Bob's one of her friends. And it's a it's a disc, a floppy disc. <laughs> a floppy what? A floppy disc. It's oh, proper disc. old school. Yeah, it's nineteen ninety-five. So and it's got a it's, got, it's encrypted, it's got like a virus thing on it, but it's got loads of uh, information. I can't even remember what's on the fucking disc. But basically, some people come after her, they, um, someone tries to kill her, but she managed to get away, and then they wipe her identity, and someone takes her identity. But because she never really leaves the house, because she's on a computer all the time, no one mm. really knows who she is. So it's about her fighting to get her identity back. It is okay. the most, one of the most dated films you will ever watch. The sort of dial up modems and stuff like that is absolutely brilliant. Uh, the I've got noise. Some, I've got, yeah, yeah, it's got the noise on it for it. So, the operating system used is the Mac OS 7. That's how long ago it was. Um, it's one of the it's one of few PG 13 rated movies allowed to use the word fuck in a sexual context. That's quite and good. And floppy
1: it. in a non sexual way.
0: Yeah. And still, I've got a, a, a line from the film. If, you, if you'll excuse me, it's time to make the world safe for democracy. That's a great line, uh, isn't it?
1: But, well, one not one else, you know? yeah,
0: The Net is one of my favourite guilty pleasure films because I love how dated it is. I love Sandra Bullock anyway. I, Same. I like her as an actress. Um, and, you know, it's just one of those films that I could watch any time because it's just so fun. Brilliant. So Stu, that's my top three. And that's your top three. So what have Just, the listeners got to say?
1: Okay, so we will start with we'll start with Chris Conrad, because he he gave a great line for this.
0: Yeah.
1: He he said, I don't have any films that I I feel guilty about watching. Guilt is a wasteful emotion. Oh. Now that is wonderful.
0: Yeah.
1: Um Moni Myrtle. Mummy Returns, Power Rangers, the movie, and Kickboxer. (laughs) Kickboxer's great. Uh, Regular Gav, Under Siege, Pearl Harbor, and Master and Commander. I haven't seen Master and Commander. I've heard it was really good, though.
0: No, I've not seen it. Is it Russell Crowe? Yeah. Fighting round the world. (laughs) Get off my ship, mate. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> Brendan Tran he's gone for the Judge Dredd the Sylvester Stallone version yeah Rocky Bullock. 4 and no
0: is that no Sandra Bullock's in Judge Dredd isn't she
1: no you're thinking of Demolition Man oh of course I am uh, Rocky 4 also
0: Stallone yeah, what's wrong is with Stallone that, is that guilty pleasure though Rocky what? 4 because Rocky is a great film that's what I thought won't allow that one Brendan
1: Uh, and Time Cop
0: (laughs) Van Damme (laughs) should be be liking Time Cop anyway Uh,
1: Frank Mendoza (laughs) Frankie he's gone for the Brady Bunch I saw that at the cinema (laughs) Plan 9 from Outer Space okay and Lost Boys I really like Lost Boys
0: you know what I've never seen it Oh, yeah, I'll have to watch it. Yeah, I like it. Uh, Philadelphia Steve and Nikki. Hello? Give them a theme tune as well. We'll think of one for the next episode.
1: Hmm. They've gone for Big Lebowski. I
0: don't know if that's Guilty Pleasure, is it? Hmm,
1: Questionable. Die Hard.
0: Oh, no, that is not Guilty Pleasure.
1: Sex in the City movie. That's more than made up for Yeah, us. that's fine. Brilliant. Uh, Catherine of Aragon Catherine Catherine of Aragon <laughs> she asked us to change our nickname this week I said we'd think about it and it's not happened no. and it went she also wants to um, guest appear on the show
0: no thank you <laughs> <laughs> Steel Magnolias a shout out? oh yeah Steel Magnolias never seen
1: it good film good film uh, Santa Claus the movie. Yeah. And Smokey and the Bandit. <laughs> Wee! Good films. Yeah. Uh Layla.
0: Layla do,
1: do. <laughs> Yep. Uh she's gone for the fifth element. Yeah, okay. Dream Girls. Great film.
0: I wouldn't say that's guilty pleasure. That won an Oscar, didn't
1: it? Yes. Jennifer Hudson someone not ask her for it. Yeah, Good film as well. Uh, Singing in the Rain. Mm-hmm. I mess you a lot.
0: Okay.
1: Well, Can I have uh, a thingy one now? Um, Honourable
0: mention. Honourable mention, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, Con Air.
0: Yes. Conair is class. Fucking brilliant. <laughs> I'd like to submit as well...
1: Coming home on July 14th. We need to do a
0: watch-along for this, like Forrest Gump as well. Oh, yeah. Forrest Gump's got me the first
1: Put the pony back in the box. I
0: knew I'd, you like was the to, <laughs> I'd like to give an honourable mention to the film Serendipity as well, please. Heard of Love it. Serendipity. I right, one. Stu, so it's your choice for the next top three. So what is the next top three, please?
1: Alex, the next top three will be your top three...
0: Punk bands. Oh, butter my buttocks! That is <laughs> wonderful.
1: <laughs> now, if you don't know what a punk band is, don't even bother submitting.
0: God <laughs> save the Queen. <laughs> Sex Pistols. Punk bands. They yeah. can be
1: from anywhere in the world as long as they're punk, then you can submit.
0: Okay. Now, Stu, are we are we including bands like Blink One Eighty Two and Sum Forty One, that which were punk rock, that was like the um pop punk almost of the 2000s
1: you can submit pop punk pop punk if you want
0: okay i'm not going to I but can... uh, i just wanted to ask would probably be uh, frowned upon if you did because okay. there's
1: enough good punk, good punk bands out there but um yeah we'll, we'll, we'll allow pop punk okay and um,
0: get them in get them in now get them in now so thanks stu so if you would like to submit your top three punk bands for the next episode, why not get in contact? We are AlPod at gmail.com or you can reach us on social media, Twitter and Instagram at Stu and Alpod. So that was top three. And now it is time for 90s Corner. 90s Corner. In each episode, Stu and I bring something from the 90s, we discuss it, and if we both think it was great, it gets swept into 90s corner, but if one of us thinks it's shit, then it gets sold off in the Leicester Mercury or Lincoln equivalent. Stu, you went first last week, so I'm going to tell you my 90s corner in this episode. Hello. And I'm going to go with Adam Sandler's 90s movies. Now, not All of them? No, not all of them, but Adam Sandler in the 90s was, was pretty good. Now, I don't know if you've seen Uncut Gems, which came out last year. Brilliant film. brilliant, Fucking brilliant. But before that, this contract he's had with Netflix for absolute ages, he's done a lot of shit, you know? Apart from, Wait. obviously, the Al Pacino, Don which <laughs> in Jack and Jill. <laughs> shit. That was fun. What was the twin brother and sister? Yeah, that was shit. Those horrible films. I know I was no. drinking. That's what. Oh. so Stu, I've got four, no, five films from the nineties that Adam Sandler made, which I thought were brilliant. Now there was also Bulletproof, which I don't know if he made. I know he was in it, but I don't know if it was one of his. Yeah, he was with one of the Wayans brothers, wasn't it? Yeah, I see. I quite like that. Yeah, I was just... so some of the nineties films that Adam Sandler made were Billy Madison, Happy Happy Gilmore, Perfection te tepper, Uh The Wedding Singer, which for some reason I've written down as Wedding Center. <laughs> um, That's not Water- Billy Waterboy and Big Daddy. Now, oh, I love oh. Adam Sandler films in the 90s. I just think they were great. I don't know if they've really aged that well because I've not watched really any of them for a long time. But at the time, they were great 90s films. And to think that now of what he's doing when he was actually making quite good comedies in the 90s, it's really disappointing.
1: Well, I didn't like Billy Madison.
0: You didn't like Billy Madison? When he goes nice. back to school? Yeah, I didn't like that one. Oh, it was crazy. I liked all the other ones, though.
1: Billy the other Madison's one was rude. well
0: funny. I like the wedding singer. Wedding singer's good, yeah.
1: Happy is just brilliant. And I'm so yeah. happy that they're making the second one now, so...
0: Are they? Yeah. Because uh... of
1: that, when they did that... That little mini video of shooting McGavin for like oh, yeah. twenty five years. It got that big they said we're gonna make a
0: sequel now. I eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast. You eat, you eat pieces, pieces of, of shit, shit for breakfast? <laughs> brilliant. Oh, just like, me go eat some hay. <laughs> okay. What do you say? Okay.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: brilliant. So I think it was around that time as well a lot of char- a lot of actors tend to turn up in all of the 90s adam sandler films
1: Yeah, rob schneider
0: rob Schne- yeah not necessarily rob schneider but it was other bit part characters that he'd have there was a lot of them that kind of just all turned up in the films but now it's like n- nowadays he tends to have different friends that turn up in it like the guy from paul blart mole Ma- cop mm. who just aren't they're not as funny as the characters the people that he used to use in the 90s but yes, yeah, dude, that's my that's my nineties th- corner this week. What do you think?
1: Yeah, yeah, sweep it in. I watched that *Murder <laughs> Mystery* we did with Jennifer Aniston. I like that one.
0: Oh, I don't think I've seen that. I've not seen any of this, did- apart from the *Uncut Gems*. Which yeah, that was, was a good one. so good. But he did that Halloween one. That was fucking shit. Oh, Hugh- is it Hubie Halloween or something? Yeah, it's I think awful that. No. *Uncut Gems* are brilliant. You should yeah. do more like that. Should have won an Oscar. there. Sure, at least been nominated. Right. Go on then, Stu. Tell us your '90s corner. I've
1: gone for "Boom, Boom, Boom" by the Outie Brothers.
0: <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Let me hear you say "woo, <laughs> Is that the next line where it says, "Girl, your booty is so round"?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then you it back and I'll be with you. Maybe I could it. Around me, and your kisses on my face. You oh. We should release an album Steve. <laughs> yeah, some
0: covering the nineties. Nineties yeah.
1: covering nineties bangers we'll call it. Yeah. So this is a nice banger it was released in 1995, recorded in 1994. Um I don't think there's anyone that doesn't like this song if they've That's heard a great of it. Song. To be true. The weird thing is, right, so top of the charts, in Germany, Canada, Ireland, and the United Kingdom, back home for them in the United
0: States, it only reached number 65. Frank Mendoza, what is going on there? Why, why did it only reach that lower number?
1: We hope, so you and Philly, Steve, and Philly, Nicky. Philly, Steve, and Nicky. Tell us we why. Ho- we hope you all bought that song when it was released. And now, if, we got it to number one over
0: here. If you didn't, Go out and buy it now, and let's try and get it to number one in the American charts.
1: Let's get it to number one in America. Oh, that'd be brilliant if we could do that. That'd be, uh, that's that's hope, anyway. So, what do you reckon, now? You, should we put it through? It's yeah, sweep it stuff.
0: in. Sweep it
1: in. That's like a remix sweep.
0: Oh. So, Stu, have we got any social media?
1: Just a couple, Al. Just a couple this week. Yep. Uh, Chris Conrath has picked Freaks and Geeks. Oh, I loved Freaks and Geeks
0: got cancelled. It got cancelled way too early.
1: Yeah, no, only one season. Terrible yeah. decision. And he's also gone for Google as well.
0: Yep. Have we not already said Google? Oh no, I've got Google down my list for another week. But uh... Well, he's beat you to it, mate. He's beat us to it, mate! Uh,
1: Keza G's gone for the Popper Jogger Bottoms as well, which uh, is definitely going
0: through. <laughs> yeah, the Poppers. Yep. And, and, that, and that's, that's everything, is it? That's like, yeah. Okay, so listeners, if you would like to contribute something to nineties corner, come on, then get in contact. We are StuAndAlPod at gmail.com or on Twitter and Instagram at StuAndAlPod. Alpod. So that was nineties corner, and now it's time for owls Ads. For sub so for comedy and for impressions, it's time for owls ads. Owls ads. One
1: of my favourite parts of the show. For so each episode, Al manages to track down an obscure celebrity and he'll find some way, somehow, an advert they made before
0: they were famous. What do you got this week, Al? Well, it's actually uh, a member of Girls Aloud, Cheryl Cole. At the end of Girls Aloud, she bought out her own line of football videos. Did and the she? first one that she, yeah, you can still find them. You've really got to search far and wide on, on the internet called Cheryl Cole's Own Goals. And it was. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wrote a lot of ideas down this week, uh, ones that rhyme with people's names, and this was one of them. <laughs> so I'll pass you the tape. There you go. Out. How are you, man? I love own goals, me, and welcome to Cheryl Cole's own goals. I love own goals, and I'm sure you do too. The look of disappointment on the faces of those twats is like catnip to a moggy for me. Like that time Andreas Escobar scored an own goal in the 1994 World Cup. Or how about Chris Brass breaking his own nose? or Frank Sinclair's incredible long-range own goal from nearly 40 yards. You won't find any Newcastle United or Ashley Cole own goals, though. <laughs> I'm not that fucking stupid. Anyway, Cheryl Cole's own goals. Out in May for only 9 99 on VHS and Betamax. Get out now, or I'm not Cheryl Cole. But I am Cheryl Cole. And that was it, Stu. So, <laughs> I don't know about you, Stu, but I'd be interested in watching that. Yeah. There was a VHS, of, though. Yeah, there was a couple of ones. They had Cheryl Cole's own goals, Cheryl Cole's 40 yard screamer goals, and Cheryl Cole's appreciation of Ashley Cole's. Thinking <laughs> about the right one. Out, mate. Yeah. But yeah, there you go, Stu. So that was Cheryl Cole's own goals. We'll watch that next time, and uh, we'll go on with
1: that. Yeah, you're welcome, Cheryl.
0: <laughs> so that, that was the adverts, and now it is time for In The News. In each episode, Stu brings us two news stories. One, he's only gonna made-up, and the other one, he's... He's found online or in the newspaper or, you know, found from a man in the street that he's been talking to. He also tells us some sports results, some travel, the weather, and anything else that pops into his bleeding head. So Stu, I'm going to get it right this week. Here are your headlines.
1: Abba impressed with my knitted jumper and asked me, does your mother sew?
0: Oh, good. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding.
1: <laughs> Elvis Presley gets annoyed with a couple at a cinema and says, oh, excuse me, a little less conversation. Thank you. <laughs> and Johnny Cash complains about his mild coma at his local curry house saying it gave him a ring of fire.
0: <laughs> They're the best ones, yeah.
1: On to story number one. Uh, Even more song titles now, now, but it's not unusual for rocks and debris to crash for a windshield and injure a driver or a passenger even. But a turtle... What?
0: Hey.
1: Now, a 70-year-old woman was driving with her daughter in Florida's interstate this week when she suffered a gashed forehead when a turtle smashed their windshield and hit her. Oh, A turtle.
0: Bloody hell. Teen, was it
1: Teenage a Mutant? Unconfirmed yet. The daughter, named Shell, pulled oh. <laughs> pulled over and got help from another motorist. The motorist said, yeah, there's a turtle in your car. And the daughter's like, oh my god, it was a turtle, mum. It was a turtle. Because they didn't know what hit. Uh, the daughter explained the mother can have the worst look of anything. She's a very unlucky woman, apparently.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm not sure what she meant by that, because she didn't say. But if this is the uh, real story, of course. Yeah. So apparently the turtle was hit in the air by another car, and then went straight through the window and hit her mum in the passenger seat in the head. Massive gash and a head wound. The turtle was fine, released back into the nearby woods with just a few scratches on its shell.
0: Good.
1: The old lady was uh, patched up and released slowly, back home. Yep. So is that real, Al? Or is this one real? Story number two. It has been revealed that Frank Sinatra... The first one was real. (laughs) (laughs) You don't know yet. It's been revealed that Frank Sinatra once had dreams of becoming an astronaut after watching the Apollo 11 landing on the moon.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So we've we've found a tape about this. Uh we have to dig into the archives. Uh now Frank Sinatra said can't really do an impression of Frank, so bother. He says, Now this is gonna sound something stupid, but after watching the moon landing last week, I kinda wanna be an astronaut now. Yeah. Now with my music it's fine, I'll keep going. The best is yet to come. <laughs> but it's like witchcraft no. I somehow I just want to be an astronaut Some, you know suddenly I want someone to fly me to the moon <laughs> now if you want to join me that's fine come fly with me it would be amazing <laughs> <laughs> maybe there will be I don't know some kind of moon river oh god no, but we're gonna get there and I'm gonna do it my way as well <laughs> uh, so my, Miraculously, he did it, and he reported back live from the moon. Yeah, uh, he goes like, "Okay, I'm, I'm here. It's, it's incredible. I mean, if I just zoom in over there, look, you see that there? Look, be a lady. Oh God, or, or an alien. But that's life. I found life <laughs> on the moon. I've discovered this, and it's, it's my kind of town <laughs> up here." Uh, Hang on a minute, it's got an itch. I think I've got got Moon under my skin. (laughs) (laughs) And we lost transmission there, but um, I'm sure he was fine after he carried on his career for many years after after that.
0: But yeah, Frankie went to the moon, how about that? I like the fact that you've managed to somehow shoehorn his songs into that paragraph of writing. (laughs) It's very good. But obviously, that one's the fake one. Correct.
1: Frank never went to the moon, but a turtle did manage to somehow catapult off a car, through a windshield, and hit an old lady in the head.
0: Well, at least the turtle was all right.
1: The turtle is fine.
0: What the fuck was it doing?
1: (laughs) Don't know. Trying to cross the road, I guess. Why did the turtle cross the road? So it could headbutt an old granny in the face. Yeah. You want a bit of sport, Al? Yes, please! Now, this week at uh, Newmarket was the 1000 Guineas race. Yep. have any bets on? No. No? Never mind. Well, the 1000 Guineas was won by uh, Up the Swanee, who beat Giraffe in a Laugh by <laughs> a neck. Yeah. A bit of travel news, Al? Yes, please. Uh, boulders have blocked roads in Boulder Canyon near Boulder, Colorado, <laughs> according to the Boulder County Sheriff's Office. Hairy stuff. <laughs> Bit of business, Al. Yeah. Yes, the stocks this week have rocketed to a highest price ever for Spotify, which will be music to their ears for the shareholders. Oh God. Yeah. And the weather is spitting.
0: Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it is actually at the minute. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Oh yeah. We've got a bit of rain right now. Brilliant. Thanks, Stu. Always. No an, always an enjoyable feature. So <laughs> that was in the news. And after last week's controversy, let's return to Bastermind.
1: Hey, cheating bastard.
0: (laughs) Hey! In each episode, Stu and I give each other a topic to research on Wikipedia, and then we ask each other five questions about that topic. It's called Bastermind because we're bastards about it and give each other horrible topics. In the last episode, I cheated and I would like to apologise for that. And I would like to say that I will never, ever do it again. Stu, we are on the letter E and I gave you Easy Life, the band, because we're going to see them in November. Yay! That's, That's <laughs> Frank's thinking. <seeing you. laughs> That's right. Stu, you gave me the topic of? Errol Flynn. Errol Flynn. Excellent. Stu, I think I asked you questions first in the last episode. You did. So would you like to ask me five questions first today? Now, Stu, to show that I'm not cheating, I'm going to look directly at the camera at all times. Okay, go.
1: I can't quite see because of the uh, lighting, but that's fine. yeah, Hi, Al. So your questions are on Errol Flynn.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: The time starts now. There is no time. Question one. What year did Errol Flynn die? Nineteen
0: fifty-nine. Are they on the wall? No, <laughs> it's the fucking ceiling over there.
1: Yes, it's nineteen fifty-nine. How oh, Errol Flynn was considered to be the natural successor to which actor?
0: Oh gosh, um, Errol Flynn. Um, I don't know. Clark Gable. Uh, Doug-
1: Douglas Fairbanks.
0: I don't know why I said Clark Gable. <laughs>
1: Errol Flynn played Robin Hood in which film? Was
0: it *The Adventures of Robin Hood*? Yes. Yes! Oh, fucking hell! It's the only film that I remembered. Two.
1: what was Errol Flynn's final film? I don't know. *Cuban Rebel Girls*. Ooh. What was the name of Errol, Errol Flynn's third wife? Ah! Uh,
0: I don't know. Pass. Patrice Winmore. Nah, I wouldn't have got it. I've got two, though. Quite happy with that. good. Okay. So, Stu, your subject is Easy Life. Obviously, they've not been around for very long, so they've not got a massive Wikipedia page.
1: Right, so your time short.
0: starts now. Question one. What year did Easy Life form? 2017. Correct. Question two. Where did their mixtape, Junk Food, reach in the UK album charts? Seven. Correct. Question three, what date is their debut studio album due to be released? It is in the year 2021, but what is the date that it is due to be released? Ah oh, no, I can't remember.
1: August, something?
0: It's the 4th of June. Mm. Right. Uh, question four, what was their first single called? Pockets. Correct. Great song. And question five, what record label are they with? Island, Island records correct well done Stuart you've scored 4 out of 5 get
1: in there so you go Steve. burning All 2 on the trot
0: <laughs> so Stu it is now 7-3 Stu when we go to see Easy Life shall we say that you know a lot about them you got 4 out of 5 in a quiz and then people and look at it really gone out and like what
1: There's <laughs> a proper blitz through their songs as well properly and yeah. you know? all I've listened
0: to like that a few quite a few on Deezer oh uh, yeah I'm going to get their new album when it comes
1: out. I've enjoyed it. Are, I'm looking forward to this gig. They're, really, yeah, they're good.
0: really good. So Stu, do you want your tiebreaker? Well, you give me your tiebreaker first, <coughs> Errol Flynn. Uh, the
1: tiebreaker was uh, who played Errol Flynn in Martin Scorsese's The Aviator? Uh, it wasn't. Guy Lou, Guy Lou was a British actor.
0: Was it Jerome Flynn? No, <laughs> it was Jude, Jude Law. <laughs> Errol been Flynn was Australian, don't forget. Yeah, I know, but it should have been Jerome Flynn from um, Soldier Soldier. He's a, oh. And here is your tiebreaker. Can you name three members of the band? And I take first names. Matt. No. Justin. No. It's Murray, Oliver, Sam, Lewis, and Jordan. So if you hey, if anyone wants to go, if anyone's going to that gig, then we'll be wearing our Stu and Alpod T-shirts. Will <laughs> we? Hey, I wonder if we could call in and get an like, interview with a band as a special That's bag right. of nails episode.
1: Yeah. Tell us about your favourite pub, lad. just tell us it's the bag of nails as well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, Stu, we are on to the letter F. What is my subject for the next episode? Family guy. Oh, excellent. Oh, well, I've been nice. Oh, I've also been really nice, Stu. I've given you Forrest Gump. Oh,
1: get in. <laughs>
0: Um, just to I imagine you know, the Wikipedia page for um, Family Guy is going to be huge as well. Yeah, just to let you know, Stu, I will not be giving you the question. What did the what was the noise made by Forrest Gump <laughs> <from> when? <laughs> the head teacher I've asked forgotten. you don't say much, do you? Hey, hey, hey. Okay, so, that's the challenge. The challenge. Be plenty of time for this next week. Okay, so that was, be, that was that was Mind. And now it's time to move on to Tales of the Bag of Nails. In each episode, Stu or I take a trip down to the Bag of Nails down in London. London? And we talk to a regular or a member of staff sometimes and just sort of see what's going on down there. Now, Stu, in the last episode, because of lockdown restrictions uh, have been lifted, I was allowed to go down there because we're press. Mm. And still, I, yep. I assume that you went down there this week. I did with your press pass. Were you showing that on the train
1: as yeah. you went down? Yeah, waving it, waving it proud. Press, pass. It right press pe- pass,
0: right up in people's faces, Minna. Right, come yeah, They it. weren't even
1: asking to see it. They were just doing it anyway.
0: <laughs> for Tickets, the benefit, please, take- sir. Tickets from Leicester. Here's your fucking ticket. <laughs> <laughs> so Stu, who did you meet this week?
1: This meet Carl, I met a really pleasant man called Sammy Arimafia. Oh. No relation incorrect. to Joseph.
0: Oh, that's a great name though, isn't it?
1: He describes himself as a local wide boy in London.
0: oh Okay. So this do that time. So, I'll play it. Yeah,
1: here's I mean what? Here's the tape, don't anyway. Here you go. Thank you. Got it. Okay. Ta- and click. What oh, chill, how are we doing? This is my pub, right? The many like it, but this one is mine. That's full metal little jacket, in it. Get it? You <laughs> seen that one? Get some? Get some? Yeah. Anyway, you can Here's my tales of the bag of nails. <laughs> so, before we start, all right? I don't know if this counts as a tale or not, right? But I was in the toilet in here the other day doing my business. In case you're confused, I was having a shit. And uh, in the stall next to me, this geezer in the next one, he says, uh, Hey, mate, how's it going? How you doing? I was like, fine, I suppose. And the guy continues, like, what are you doing? I said, well, same as you, I imagine. Without hesitation, he says, cool, do you want me to uh, come over and help you out? I said, listen, mate, I ain't that weird stuff. Or anything. Before I can finish my sentence, the bloke says, oh, John, I'll have to call you back, mate. There's this weirdo in the uh, stall next door, he keeps... Keeps replying to everything i say to you.
0: Comparison <laughs> or what? Fucking hell. Fucking <laughs> hell.
1: Anyway, uh, Vanilla... Who said that? Can you hear me, Al? <laughs> What's this third dimension bullshit going on? Breaking the fourth bleeding wall. <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> what the fuck's going on here? Viv. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway, Vanilla Rice, that fella. You know, the rapper. He went here the other day. Telling me uh, about his new business Teaching Microsoft Office to parents Word to your mother And uh, something <laughs> else Brilliant Speaking of business though I had to go on a uh, recent work trip Three weeks the, uh, the wife said don't forget to write I said that's unlikely It's a basic skill <laughs> Liam, <laughs> Liam Liam Neeson was in here earlier and all Telling me about his new business with a chain of burger veins He first uh, chooses his uh, cuts of meat And then he says, I will grind you And I will grill you (laughs) But, But anyway, good news about my brother, Al You know my brother, don't you? Sure you do He now works in the garage door business, doesn't he? Legend he is Asked him how it's going. He says it's got its ups and downs, you know. <laughs> he's happy for the uh, he's happy for the job, though. You know, the opportunity was really an open door for him. <laughs> oh gosh! And apparently, he's already made the uh, the main salesperson there since he knows how to close a deal. But it's uh, it's been uplifting for him. So. Oh
0: God, so many, so many. Listen,
1: um, I'm finally ready to accept applications for my uh, deer cloning business. If you if you want to earn a quick buck or not. Oh, and what uh, <laughs> to say? I was only uh, I was on the way on business last week. It's not a business store, isn't it? I was I was on the way uh, on a business trip last week. Uh, Dubai, I think I was. No, Singapore. That was it. And my, but my wife, she was uh, close to giving birth. So I says to my brother, just, uh, you know, look after her. Take care of her while I'm away, will you, mate? Anyway, a few days in, closing all these deals, he calls up and he says, Look, uh, it all happened so fast, but your wife gave birth to twins. Uh, she was put under and all that, and he asked me to name them for the birth certificate. I was like, bloody hell, well, that's fine, I guess. I trust you. What would you name them? He said, well, Denise for the girl. I was all oh, right, not too bad. What about the boy? He said, the nephew. <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Listen, I need to see a man about a dog, and that's uh, none of your business. So I'll say, see you later for now, mate. Good to meet you virtually and all that. And uh, yeah, boy. Oh, he was. Yeah, so he's, he was a good lad. He, he got me a few beers while I was there, and I was a very generous man.
0: Sammy Aaron Rafia. We may yeah. hear from him again. No, well, sounds a lovely bloke. Mm. So thanks, Stu. That was uh, that was nice. So ne- in the next episode, I'll be going back on the bag of nails. I'm hoping, really hoping, that Jackie D's back down there with a second chapter. Of I'm her, hoping anyway. She will be. <laughs> she will be.
1: So no, wait, will no? Uh, won't be quite in the uh, indoor lockdown list yet. Always so no, they've,
0: they've set up a little stage for her outside, so we're all right. Uh, yeah. okay. So anyway, that was. Tails of the Bag of Nails, and now it's time to move on to Mike Reed's Top Tips. Mike Reed's Top Tips. Pet, 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 pet. In each episode, Stu finds a cassette with a couple of top tips in it from Mike Reed, everyone's favourite <laughs> Frank butcher. The only Frank butcher. So, Stu, what have you found <laughs> this week? <laughs> Well, oh, he's been very helpful again,
1: our old Mike. Of course, he uh, is. He's course back in Two air. more tips on how to further ourselves in life.
0: Go. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. okay. And click. Evening, oh, here's your tips for the week ahead. It's me, Mike Reid. Just, you know, trying to help out your life. Right. Try and hide a dead body, bury
1: it. And then cover it with endangered plants so it's illegal to dig them up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Very clever.
1: Right, tip number two. Here we go. Tip number two. Keep mixing up your contact lenses, right? Just scribble on the L&O on the lens with a Sharpie so you know we're trying to put them in.
0: <laughs> Brilliant. That's me, Bart Reed. you so can you cunts. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> So, dude, that. that's that's the end of episode twenty-five. A quarter of a century of Stornoway pods, insane.
1: I think. Oh, I think, Al, we just had um, we just had an email.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah.
1: Literally right now. Okay. alright Um. Oh, I think you gave your email address out wrong to someone else by the look of things, because <clears throat> it just says dear Al. Okay. Dear Al, we've uh, we've ran the test this week, and the good news is you still have seven days to live.
0: Yeah.
1: But the bad news is I should have told you just uh, last week.
0: Go, oh! um, <laughs>
1: just before, <laughs> just before be you dropped
0: it, mate.
1: <laughs> yeah. We also ran tests on your personality, but uh, these have all failed as we couldn't find
0: one. <laughs> oh, hard hitting, cutting. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. So, Stu, what I thought I'd do um, for the end of this episode is, because we're at tw- episode 25 now, we're at a uh, quarter of a century, I thought I'd give our listeners some of the outtakes of the first 25 episodes. Well, the tw- first 24 episodes, really. Some outtakes oh, no. and bloopers from the first 25 episodes. So, would you like me to play them, Stu?
1: Well, I thought this was just between us. But, um, well, yeah, I thought, yeah. I
0: thought you know, special 25 I'll give you the tape, yeah, and if you could press play and the tape. and a... Click. So, hi, Al here from the Al, Stu and Al pod. <laughs> and uh, as we've hit episode 25, I thought I'd give you some bloopers from our first quarter century of episodes. Hey, how about why Stu doesn't start the podcasts? Okay. Duh welcome to the style podcast oh no no wait welcome to the Stuart and alex podcast. oh no 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 wait wait. welcome to the john and barry podcast. oh no! Oh, shut up stew i'll do it <laughs> so that's why stew doesn't open the episodes and how about do you, does anyone remember the uh, <laughs> remember the feature um would you rather well let's find out why we don't do that section anymore So, Stu, what would you rather have, a nice cup of tea or stick your willy in a toaster? Duh, well, if I have a cup of tea now, I'll have done both. (laughs) And how about 90s Corner, one of our favourite sections? Let's find out some bloopers from the very first episode. Okay, Stu, so that's my 90s Corner. How about you? Duh, the, uh... 2012 Olympics in London. <laughs> um, no, Stu, that was 2012. You've got to do the 90s. Oh, sorry. Uh, the 1966 World Cup final. No, that's, that's still again, you've gone a bit too far back there. Come forward a little bit. Oh, okay. Uh, the 1st of January, 2000. No, <laughs> close, Stu. You're one day off. Just go <laughs> back a little bit. Go back a little bit. Okay. Uh, Dinosaurs? No, Stu, you've gone too far back. You've got no, millions hey, of Park, years back. You've Justin got millions Park. of years back. Stu, come forward a little bit. Uh, the the birth of civilization. Let's do it again. You've not come far enough. Come further forward. Uh, okay, uh, today. No, Stu, for God's sake, <laughs> go back. Go back. Oh, okay. Uh, gladiators. Oh, that's right, Stu gladiators that was a great tv show that that was in the 1990s no he's talking about gladiators in the roman, roman times oh forget mm. it Stu. so <laughs> that was Stu. that was some outtakes and bloopers from our first quarter of a century of episodes <laughs> what do you think
1: yeah i'm looking forward to your outtakes next week
0: <laughs> brilliant so well, i've Stu, just that's... found
1: your tape somehow as well
0: <laughs> so that was episode 25 Guys, if you would like to get in contact, maybe submit something for 90s Corner or you would like to get involved in the top three for the next episode. And the top three, Stu, is... Top three punk bands. So if you'd like to tell us your top three punk bands or submit something to 90s Corner, get in contact. We are Alpod at gmail.com or on Twitter and Instagram at Alpod. So that was episode 25. And I will say goodbye. <laughs> say goodbye, Stu.
1: See you there everyone. Don't forget, submit your thousand ways to die in a river and we will take you to the Amazon.
0: Yes, please. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Boom,
1: boom, boom,